Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey guys, welcome to another week. Before we get started on our sister chat, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Morse code bracelets that we've talked about in the past. I actually found them on Etsy and ordered them for a friend that had lost a pregnancy. And then when our mom passed, a sweet friend had heard about these bracelets from one of our episodes and actually sent one to me and Lauren and Kristen. And I wear mine every day. And it's just, there's something about it looking down at it. And I just think, man, until we meet again, mom. And that's kind of what the bracelets are that she does Morris code wrap bracelets. And she was so sweet and gave us a code. So I wanted to share that with all of you. It slept in my makeup and you get 15% off. And her website is almostfamosa.com. It's A-L-M-O-S-T-F-A-M-O-U-S-A.com. And the owner, Alyssa, is so sweet. She's a small business owner here in Texas, local, and she used to be a teacher and she started getting, she's always been crafty, but she started making these bracelets and it's really been so rewarding for her and such a passion. So we're so excited to share them with you guys. I just know many of her customers are looking for a memorial piece they can wear to honor their loved one or kind of a motivational piece to remind them to stay on track. So some of the stories she gets from customers are just heartbreaking, but you know, they always express to her how appreciative they are to have something they can wear. They don't have to explain to anyone else. And I, I kind of love that too. It's kind of like my own little thing. I'm so grateful that she is making these bracelets and I hope you check her out. Again, the code is slept in my makeup for 15% off. And she was so gracious to give us that. So we wanted to share it with you. We hope y'all enjoy today's episode. Hey sisters. Hey. Hi. Hey. <laughs> well, we've been having a lot of guests lately, which has been really fun. Yeah. yeah. But now it's just us today, which is always nice. Yeah. We love our <laughs> sister I, chats. I know. Me too. I feel like we've all been so busy. We haven't had any just like off recording chats. So this is kind of forcing us to catch up. So I like it. (laughs) What's been going on? Life is crazy. (laughs) Well, I put it on our stories, but I'm like weirdly really into ocean documentaries right now. Like, so I watched this one called the octopus teacher, I think I'm forgetting the name all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it's on Netflix and it's basically this guy in South Africa and he was a filmmaker and you have to just watch it. He kind of went through some stuff in his life and he decided to kind of slow down and he just started going and snorkeling. He's a really good swimmer. uh, So he must've just grown up in this area and he would go swim where there was like beautiful reef and he started filming this octopus. They were just like having these little interactions and the octopus would get really scared at first, but then eventually they like became friends. It was, it's just crazy to watch. Like (laughs) the octopus literally started like the first time that they, that he started to feel like, okay, I'm safe around whatever this thing is. He like reached out one of his hands to touch the guy's hand 
like the octopus hand. Oh, wow. Like a human Aren't would. octopuses like extremely intelligent? Yes. I didn't I really. I like I've read that somewhere. Yes. And the reason it felt like <laughs> I said, I felt like the whole time me and Bobby were like, are octopuses like aliens? Because they have all these on their hands, little tentacle things. I mean, maybe everybody knows this, but I've never like learned about octopuses like this. And they all like t- all the little fingers and little parts of them, like tell them something. I don't know. It was crazy. They have like so many things going on. But the coolest part to me was just like the bond that the guy had with the octopus. And like eventually the octopus like laid on its chest, even like they were like buddies and it was just crazy because it's like a wild octopus. But and it was funny because we were telling friends about it at dinner and one of our friends had seen it and he was like, oh, yeah, the octopus and the guy become one. And I was like, wait, that's the best oh way to describe God. it. Like I, they did become one. Like he was living as almost he was an octopus in his brain. He was oh, the year or so that this lasted. He it oh, like overtook his life because he was like filming this octopus what? every single day. But the octopus also like taught him so much about life and it's just like a really good message in the story. Really? Yes. And I feel like I got entranced in it. I guess this is why it was nominated for an Oscar. Cause I also got entranced in it and I was like, I want to go swim in the ocean. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just calming. Like it made me feel yeah. less. It's like the world is so big and I feel like we forget that sometimes. Like there's so much out there and we're just like stuck in these little bubbles, especially this last year. And I don't know. I feel like watching it, I like transformed into the ocean. And then now I'm watching. <laughs> I know I sound ridiculous. Now I'm watching all these um, whale documentaries on Disney+. Plus. Also, oh so crazy interesting. Like, I've never been interested in animals like Kristen has, you know, but now I'm like. I was going to say, I feel like this would happen to me because I've always had like such a weird relationship with animals. Like, not weird. I just love them so much. So I know. I feel like, I could have a relationship with an octopus. I'm just. Yeah, kidding. you could. <laughs> I And that's not me. Like, I'm not as like into animals. So it's just funny that I've been so into it but it's uh i don't know almost feels very relaxing i was like i don't know if this has something to do with like the state I, of mind i am in but it feels very relaxing for me it almost feels like therapeutic yeah 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 it's funny cuz i sometimes get i don't know how to describe the feeling but things under the sea really including an octopus but also like coral and anyway i get this really funny feeling (laughs) is it like like, the tree man thing kind of yeah like my tree man syndrome it's like i don't know how to describe it but i will say like i've been to some amazing places like i've been snorkeling at the great barrier reef and the maldives and so it's like it is weird because when i'm not in that moment I get actually really weirded out by under the sea and just how there's a whole nother world. Yeah. (laughs) And it's really overwhelming. Like you said, like it is literally a whole new world and it's so big and, and just undescribable. Remember our holiday that we went on in high school. I was in high school and y'all were younger. Yeah. We went on a trip. Yeah. And I went scuba diving. I got certified and all that. And we went scuba diving. And I will say that being under there when I think about it now I almost feel like I can't take a deep breath like (laughs) like the idea of going scuba diving right now kind of stresses me out but in the moment like there was a shark within feet of us and it I wasn't even afraid like it was just this weird 
calm under there. Yeah. Like you do enter a whole nother world. So I feel like, yeah, I haven't seen this documentary, but I feel like I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You should go watch yeah. it. It's really good. I think I, I will. Documentaries are my jam when it comes to TV. Yeah. It's a little slow, I will say, but I think I like good. land animals more than sea animals, especially on that same trip. I got stung by like a thousand sea ants, which I didn't even know were a thing. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It was super painful. So I'm not yeah. a big fan of being in the sea, which you would think I would be because I love to be in water. Well, I think but... there's a sense of like not being in control when you're under there. Or at least I felt that way. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> if something <laughs> happened. Yeah. When you're like that deep, it is amazing. The people that actually shoot these documentaries, like now that I'm watching the whale one, I'm just amazed. These guys are literally right next to huge, the most the biggest being on the planet, <laughs> these like massive whales yeah. and they're just like filming them. There's this one part, uh, but the whales aren't, they're just like cool with the camera people being there. Just like, what is this guy doing? There's no, like, they don't feel like they have to attack it. In this one part of the orca episode, it was so crazy. It showed a group of orcas or a family. I forget what they call them, a pack or something. And they go down and they kill a stingray. It's a pod. A pod. Thank you. See, you know. Um, <laughs> so they kill a stingray for dinner and they kind of like, they all share. It's kind of crazy. It's like a family. They all share the stingray. Well, there's a cameraman there, obviously, because I'm watching this. And the orcas see the cameraman and they're like, oh, okay. So one of the orcas grabs the stingrays and goes and throws it like as an offering to the guy. And it drops to the floor and he's like, waiting like are you going to eat it and the cameraman just you know keeps filming him and so he's like it almost felt like the whale was like well if you're not going to eat it so he goes back down and like picks it up and then they just kind of like they keep coming close to the cameraman just like staring at him like what is this guy doing it was so crazy but they don't they don't feel threatened they weren't trying to like swim away fast or anything they were just like who is this what is this thing um, so is it just well, it's a yeah. good thing they don't see the cameraman as food? I know that's what I, I was like. Aren't these killer whales? It was kind of crazy, and they're just around all these whales. And no, the whales aren't trying to hurt them at all ever. They're just like chill with them being there. I don't know if they're used crazy. to it now, but yeah. Wow. That's yeah, wild. and um, the Octopus Man is a sponsor. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be. And if you'd like to, yeah. <laughs> We have a code yeah. for you, a Netflix code. <laughs> Just kidding. Just we wish. Kidding. Yeah. Uh, too That's funny. so funny. I was just talking to Kai actually about animals, about we were talking about dogs and how they don't recognize themselves in the mirror. And y'all remember yeah. our old dog Romo would like stand in front of the mirror and play for hours on end. And we're like, does he not really, how does he not know that that's not another dog, you know? Yeah. So we were just talking about other animal, or I was telling Kai how the only animals that do recognize themselves is elephants and I think dolphins and then and monkeys. Yeah. Chimpanzees. And then there's actually one type of bird. So I knew those three, but I didn't know the bird one. And apparently it's only this one type of bird, which I found super interesting because I was like why does just this one type no wow <laughs> yeah yeah anyway it's the world is really so big and I think it is I don't know a reminder that I don't know just 
how powerful our creator is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. So true. Yeah. So what else has been going on in y'all's worlds? Kristen? Ooh, you know, I, as y'all know, I'm currently getting licensed in Texas, so I'm just exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, Lic- license for real estate for people who don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I'm already licensed in Tennessee, obviously nothing transfers. Oh. <laughs> I know. Texas is like one of like a state that doesn't, there, there's a name for it and I'm blanking on it right now, but they literally make you start over basically. So yeah, Yay it's also me. one of the hardest states to get licensed in. I was on a, um, like a continuing ed course, if you, a couple of months ago, and there was a guy in my class who was licensed in like four or five different states, and he was saying Texas is by far the hardest. Ugh, of course. And just <laughs> re- require, or maybe not hardest, but requires the most, you know, hours and all of that. So. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. But anyway, on top of doing, you know, my full-time job, it's just, uh, you know, all the things. So, but it's all good. I'm excited to get it done. This is my last week. So I'm super pumped. And I am actually going to Mexico for, it's so funny. I actually, we scheduled it for Mother's Day weekend, not even realizing it was Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, but I'm actually kind of happy about it because I feel like I mean I don't know if this is good or not, but I feel like it would be a nice distraction. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I just think that that is going to be a mentally tough weekend, so I'll get to you know be distracted by friends and beautiful the beautifulness of Mexico. So yeah, that's awesome. Where in Mexico are y'all going? Playa del Carmen. Oh, nice. Um, and we're renting a car. I'm super <laughs> a little nervous about Michael driving a car in Mexico, but yeah, it'll be okay. That's yeah. Fun. Speaking of, I know I shared this with you guys, but it was kind of weird. So Mother's Day has been randomly popping in my head for the past few weeks now, but one day last week, I was so annoyed. I could not, I, I usually don't have issues with sleeping, thank goodness. But I couldn't fall asleep, and I finally took a melatonin at like 2.30, and I fell asleep. And then I woke up, and or Mother's Day just kept popping in my brain. And I was like, okay. I was like praying. I was like, God, please. I just want to sleep. Like, just make this go away. And then, I don't know, it just was going in my brain, going in my brain. And so then I was like, when even is Mother's Day? And so I looked it up on the calendar, and it said May 9th. And I was like, Oh, the ninth. And I was like, Oh wait, that's crazy. Cause mom died on the ninth of October. And then I thought, and then my brain went to, Oh wow. So how many months is that? And so I counted and it's going to be exactly seven months. And then I just felt this overwhelming, like, I don't even know the emotion peace maybe, or n- not like comfort. And I felt the God like reminded me that like seven is the number of completeness and wholeness. And so it was just kind of this like overwhelming feeling of, I don't know if comfort is the word, but just, I felt like God was just telling me like, don't forget that I'm in all of this, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, that was kind of cool, I guess. But well, and you texted us something of that, like what seven represented, remember? Yeah. I want to read. We should read that. Let me find it really quick. Yeah. I always kind of had heard that seven 
represented like completeness or wholeness. Yeah. Well, yeah. God created the earth in seven days. Well, I guess it's pretty much what you said, but said seven is the number of completeness and perfection, both physical and spiritual. It derives much of its meaning from being tied directly to God's creation of all things. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. So crazy. I guess listeners, if anybody out there, like if Mother's Day just... I don't know, creates any emotions besides like joy and excitement and stuff. We're right there with you this year. And I think after a loss of a loved one, it's just, I think the first year of just all the firsts and they're kind of surprising too. Like I've had friends ask me, is the ninth of every month really hard? And for me, for me personally, it's not something that I have found to be hard, but it's other random days like her birthday was super hard for me and I know y'all too um and then I have the same kind of feelings that I felt approaching her birthday as Mother's Day so I'm just wondering what that's going to be like yeah and it just weirds me out because I don't know if we talked about this on here before but you know my our mom wasn't a big gift person but for some reason last year I had seen that this local person was mom was doing some really cool charcuterie boards and she partnered with like a flower shop and a another mom that does bake baking and so they did like this Mother's Day bundle where it was like a charcuterie board cakes and flowers and I was like that's cool and it was like at a re- really great deal so I asked all of y'all hey will you go in on this and so we sent her all that for Mother's Day last year. And it's just weird because we never go all out for Mother's Day. Like I usually am just, you know, we, we're we just not. No, like normally I just mail a card. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've never yeah. done like, she's just not a gift person. That's not how she feels felt loved. Like she wanted words of affirmation or spending time with were, weren't those her top two? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't think yeah. any of us are really gift givers. Yeah. Or like, you know, we're not gift people yeah. in general. So I feel bad for my husband because he loves gifts. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, anyways, but it was just funny because I have we happened to do that and her reaction was so funny. It was like somebody who loved gifts. Like she kept talking about it over and over and she randomly posted like <laughs> pictures of it and stuff, which she like never posted things. So I don't know. I just think back about that. And I remember in the moment, like having this, do y'all ever think back about moments and you're like, did I know something deep in my soul and I just didn't know it consciously? Because I remember thinking, I don't know, like I remember feeling like weird about it. Like, wow, she like really was excited. But I thought the feeling was more of just, oh my gosh, like I should have been giving her more gifts. Like (laughs) it was the feeling I had. I was like, oh no, like she's so excited about this. I should have done this more often. I Yeah. Well, I was just telling you the other day how I feel like not only mom, but like God life was preparing me in so many ways when I look back. And I think I told you this the other day, mom kept like we, if we ever moved back to Texas, she'd be like, well, where will will your dad go? Like, do do you going to have a spot for your dad? And she was all worried about, you know, our next house, like having a spot for my dad. And in my mind, I was like, well, what about you? You know, why isn't she worried about like a space for her, you know? And I'm mad at myself. I didn't like say that to her out loud. And I was like, I don't know why, but it almost felt like unconsciously, like she was like, I don't know, like knew somehow. I mean, I know she didn't, but Well, I feel I was about to say to answer your question, Megan, is I don't feel that way so much for me, but 
I reflected a lot and I feel like, I mean, I know mom didn't know, but I feel like that Kristen, what you just said, like, I feel like she, God allowed so many things to happen in her life in the past year that just totally is eerie, you know, wow. You know, so I think that there's so many things like that, that I've thought of as well. Like what have you seen? Well, I think just, well, for me personally, and like our relationship, you know, I think we were both after me having lived far away for six years, I think we were both looking forward to finally getting to, you know, our relationship was over the phone because like you, Kristen, we weren't there. So it's kind of different than Megan who had more like daily interaction physically. But I think that even just me being gone those six years prepared me because some days, and I think Megan, this might be different for you and your journey because you're having to face it physically every day. But for Kristen and I, and I, and I'll just speak for myself, I, you know, I wasn't used to seeing her every day. And when we lived in China, it was twice a year, you know, so like my daily life and activities, it's more about that connection over the phone, you know, that is gone. But I, but I was thinking about it because I don't know if y'all remember, but me moving to China and away from mom, she was really wigged out. Do y'all remember? Like, oh yeah. She kind of, before I was leaving, she distanced herself because she just like, couldn't even bear it really. And, And we've, and she would, she told me that later. She was like, I just feel so guilty because I just feel like I was MIA and just, I couldn't even deal with the fact that you were leaving, you know? And that was just my weird way. And she like regretted that so much, but, but it was fine. You know, it was, I knew it was weird, you know, cause in those months before I left, it was like, she was literally MIA, you know, but that was just her coping mechanism at the time. But anyway, I guess what I'm saying is I think that really the past six years have prepared me in a way to, I don't really know what yeah. I'm saying, but well, just no, I mean, mom was, to not have her. yeah, mom would even say that she yeah. was, once she was like, good that you were gone. Like she felt good about it. She would always sit, yeah. tell me, and I know she told you all this too, like Lauren had to go, like she had to separate from me. Yeah. I think there was always this, I was always mom's little from the time, you know, just being the oldest girl and my natural personality, I was just always there with her and like her helper. And I helped her with y'all, you know, with everything. And, and then even in our adult life, it's like, we needed to probably spiritually break, you know, in a way. And I think that me moving across the world forced that in a, in a healthy way, you know? Um, so I think that that was all, you know, part of the plan, I guess. But yeah, not just that, but even just little stuff, you know, like she reconnected with some of her old friends that she had been friends with for years and even drove down to Austin by herself and stayed the weekend and got to connect with a lot of her old friends from Austin, which is super cool, you know, and then she got to go stay with her mom and her sister and her brother, they had like a weekend to themselves and her and her mom or our grandmother is still alive. And they stayed up to like 3am chatting and talked about her childhood and got to heal a bunch of things. And like, you know, so there was just so many little things like that where, and then, you know, she talked to dad, our dad the night before she died and for hours on the phone. And 
that was really healing, you know, for both of them, I think. And so, yeah, just a lot of little things like that where it's like, wow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if I even told y'all, but a week, literally a week before she died, we had like a three hour conversation and we both cried and had a lot of, I actually wrote down the whole conversation, so I'll never forget it. Um, but it was a really healing, it was just like, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, you know, and also like you, Lauren, she told me, I'll never forget when I moved to Nashville, she told me you need to move because you are too attached to me and you're too attached to your family. <laughs> I mm-hmm. was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's kind of similar in that way. I'm kind of laughing while y'all are talking, like also like laughing and mad, but not really mad, just kind of giggling. Cause I'm like, I feel like she always thought that I had left a long time ago, you know, like I detached from her early. And so I'm like, Oh, thanks mom. So you forced me to be like insanely attached for you to you. And then you leave me. But I also think it was like, you know, spiritually something that I'm like so grateful for. So there's more benefits to us being that close than not, but it was just like, Oh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just never fathom. Well, that she would say that she would say it was me and Lauren had to leave for you and her to, have that closeness that she felt y'all felt y'all didn't have. Yeah. You know? Yep. Oh, well, I'm excited to do, we're doing our grief group this Friday. So we're excited to do that again. And thank y'all for always listening to us talk about our mom. It's, it's the best. And I definitely encourage you if you know somebody that's grieving or, you know, you've gone through something yourself, like don't be you know, afraid to talk about it if you want to. And don't be afraid to ask people that are grieving about their loved one because I feel like there's a lot of that out there. And it's just, for me, it's the opposite. Like I want to talk about her. And if somebody feels the opposite of me where they don't want to, like they'll let you know. So anyways, I just. Yeah, I think it's a good reminder too, just about our grief group. We do it the last Friday of every month. So if you are you or anybody that you know want to join. It's just a safe space to confidentially share if you want to share or you can pop in and just listen. You don't have to have your video on. You can make it whatever you you want to. But our first meeting went, it was just really cool to connect and listen to others. And, And we just thank you guys for I don't know, coming along on this journey with us, you know, when we started this podcast, like we said, it's like, we want to learn and grow alongside of you. And I think organically, a lot of that is just sharing what's going on in our personal life. And I know that we have talked a lot about our mom since she passed in October. And I think that, I don't know, is a reflection of how loved she was and the connection that we had with her. And so hopefully you aren't sick of hearing about her, um, or hearing us, you know, just share our thoughts and feelings around it. Yeah. Thank you for listening and sticking around with us for sure. And you can just, if you want to be a part of the grief group, you can go to our website, girl, I slept in my makeup.com and fill in the contact me form and we'll send you the link. Doesn't cost anything. It's just us chatting about our grief with other people. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it is. But yeah, so I have to put kids to bed. Um, but I wanted to mention that I already posted about it, but I just am so grateful for Church 1132 and for my mom showing me this church because I feel like 
every time I go, I feel like God's like talking straight to me in the message this weekend. I can't reiterate it like a pastor can. You can re-listen to it on their podcast. I highly recommend it. It just had so much, it just inspired me to start focusing on praise versus like what I don't have or what, you know, the mess I'm in. Like you can either choose pain or you can choose pride over praise. And like it's constantly kind of in a wave and fighting for your heart. And I don't know. I just wanted to reiterate that here. Like the feeling I get when I worship and I feel like Lauren, you're really good at like worshiping every morning. Like I don't always do that. Like I, I pray and I do some things, but truly just like worshiping God for everything. Like the way he described it, it's like, that's what's happening in heaven and it's like when you worship, it's like you're almost getting like a connection to heaven in a way. And like when I am worshiping, like I can feel my mom more than ever. And so I don't know, just a reminder to worship. Like I really wanted us to sing on here, but I don't, I feel like it might be weird. So <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. Wait, too. no, I just, I just have to share. Megan earlier was like, <laughs> hey guys, she left us a text voicemail. She was like, hey guys, what do y'all think about like us maybe singing worship songs on our sister chat? <laughs> And, and I have to say, like, I mean, yeah, I'm always down to sing some worship, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> but I love you, Megan. You're so cute. But yeah, I will say that something that even this is like pre-mom dying, uh, I, when we were in Virginia, I always put on praise music in the morning and um, and usually my husband and, and son were at school and work. So it was like something that I did alone. But when they were home full time. Chris was just kind of like, he'd come in the kitchen and he still does this, but I usually, and again, this was before mom, but there was many mornings where I was so moved and overwhelmed by God's just goodness and gratitude for just for who he is and for his love and all of that, that I literally would be brought to tears. And I, I just pray that everyone listening and everyone in our life just um, experiences and receives that love and that feeling. And, and I, you didn't used to be a big crier, but I feel like nowadays I kind of am. Yeah. It was just this like overwhelming feeling. So I totally know what you're talking about, Megan. And oh yeah. I cried the whole service. Cause it was also baptism Sunday. So I was like boohooing <laughs> watching these people get baptized. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. So powerful. Yeah. Well, I need to get more consistent too. I feel like my, my full-time job has just been a little bit nuts lately. And so I'm out the door a lot earlier than usual. And so, um, but I, I do, that is one thing like my time in my morning, whether it's like writing out gratitudes, reading a quick devotional or, you know, listening to worship music, I try to keep that sacred because it just, if everything else in my life is going wrong, like that is my lifeline. So yeah, I try not to jeopardize it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So good. Next month is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we're really excited to have some awesome guests coming up about mental health. Thank you all for joining us for the Sister Chat. Kristen, was there anything else, Lauren, that I missed? Yeah, no. I just thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us. And um, I don't know. I feel like one day I'm going to visualize just being able to come and hug each and every one of you. That would be so cool to get to meet you guys. And we just appreciate you and we love you. And 
we hope that you feel the love and go and spread it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to pray for us? Because I prayed last week. It was pretty choppy. Yes. Okay. I will close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much just for who you are. We thank you for your love and your care for each one of us, the big things and the small things. I pray that we just continue to seek you above all things and and just receive everything from you. And, you know, this analogy I heard on a meditation this week, and it gave the picture of carrying grocery bags, heavy grocery bags on our arms. And I just pray and then letting them go and how good that feels. And so I just pray that we can all act out that analogy where we, um, just all the load that we feel on our shoulders and our bodies and all the way down to our feet that we just release the load and hand it over to you. And we thank you for taking that from us and reminding us that we don't have to do this alone. And even when we feel so alone in this world that you're right there with us and behind us and you're holding us and, um, and we just thank you so much for who you are. And I pray for each and every one of um, the people listening to this today that they just have an overwhelming sense of peace right now. And as they go about their day or their night, um, I pray for just peace and, and contentment in their life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love your prayers. All right. Well, everybody have a great week cool. and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And yeah, make it a great week. God bless.